Welcome everyone to Uppy and the Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. There is no stash tonight. He's been busy with a lot of work stuff, like just grinding away. So tonight it's just me and Dirty Dan. Dirty Dan, how you doing tonight, buddy? Pretty good. You know, just had a, a beer. What kind of beer? Um, I'm not drinking one right now, actually, to be honest with you, but I did have it right after I got off. I was going <laughs> to grab another one. I might still grab another one, but I actually am. Um, it was a blue moon, and um, oh, okay. it's called, it was the mango wheat. It sounds oh, okay. weird, but I actually liked it. It's actually a lot. I like it better than the Belgian white. Right, like um, uh, Shark Top has this. I mean, Shark yeah. Top is basically the same thing. They they have a mango one too, and I actually think that's the best of the portfolio of beers is the mango one. Believe yeah. it or not, if you're into blue moon, I would definitely try out the mango wheat i wasn't too sure on it when i had gotten it but mm-hmm. um i ended up liking it more than the the original like belgian white so right definitely definitely should try it out have you gotten to the pumpkin one yet or no uh no what? i haven't even seen that it's actually decent if, if i remember correctly it's actually not too bad but i don't know if they still make it or not but... uh, i'm sure i'm sure i mean now's the time october right Speaking of October, I'm rocking uh, Dust Bowl's Oktoberfest tonight. So that's decent. I mean, Oktoberfest is not normally my thing, but um, I bought two cans, so I will drink them because I like them enough not to waste my money. (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah, so we're here to talk a little bit. We'll recap week four, which should be really super short because Stash isn't here to talk about how the Chargers um, are inspired. Yeah, almost lost to the Dolphins, and you didn't have a game last week, so um, undefeated, right? <laughs> you won the bye. Congratulations! It <laughs> um, was tough. So, so on the prediction thing that we did with Idiotville back in the spring, um, both those guys got their picks right this past week, so they went from four points to six. Stash and I split. I was wrong because I picked the Browns to lose. Uh, so it's a 6-6 six, six tie going into next week. Um, one thing I do want to say for Stash's defense, um, not only has – well, he, he has accurately predicted every four of the Chargers games to this point. Um, second thing of note, I have the Browns at the correct record. I picked back in April. I just got there the wrong way. <laughs> Hmm. Um, and then uh, Steve, our Titans fan, he had the Titans being three and one right now. They're two and two. And Brent, uh, no fault of his own, had the Steelers being two and two right now, and they're one and three. And then moving on to more important matters, um, it's kind of a shame Stash isn't here because um, he, he wiped the floor with us last week. In the five games we predicted, he went four and one. Jeez. The only one. Yeah, right. Um, 
The only one he was wrong on was the one that we were all wrong on, and that was Thursday night equals at Green Bay. We all thought Green Bay was going to win, and mm. Philly decided that they were going to do, do, yeah, do better for a change. And then Dirty Danny went 2-2 two and two last week, and I went 1-4. and four. Damn. I just did terrible last week. The only thing I got right was the Wait, Chargers beating the Dolphins. Did, I, did you guys pick five games, and I chose only four? Oh, uh, you know, hold on. Let me, let me. So you got that one right. I, I I can be bad at math too. I mean, that happens as well. <laughs> I went to the same high school you did. Um, <laughs> all right, so you got that one right. You got that one wrong. So that's one and one. You were wrong on that. So one and two. You were wrong on that. So one and three. <laughs> Damn, I shouldn't have said anything. And then you, but you're right. So yeah, you you were two and three. My bad. Ah, <sighs> fuck. Oh, I was hoping it would be three and two. No. But hey, you, you predicted the Steelers to beat the Bengals. You got that one right. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, as was mentioned, uh, Stash, Stash is not here. So, we will skip how the hell the Chargers managed this week out a 30 to 10 win against the Dolphins. I think at one point that game was tied at 10 to 10. At one it, point, <laughs> at one point, the, the Dolphins had a, a seven. Seven point lead. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. The first of their, they had it for like a couple minutes, I think. Jeez. It was a slot. I mean, I don't know. The Chargers have been, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Like, this was they're the just, week. Go ahead. They always, they're, they've been loaded with talent the past couple of years. And on paper, mm-hmm. they always look great. And they just never really, Philip Rivers can throw for 400 yards. Melvin Gordon can go off. Joey Bosa can get like three sacks. And they're still losing games. I don't <laughs> I don't see what's they got great secondary, great you know, they're missing like linebackers, I think. Maybe their offensive line's not the greatest, but they've got weapons and talent. They just they just have a knack for being mediocre. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't get it. The biggest surprise is actually the one the one game Stash got right that we got wrong. Um, Stash had the balls. To pick the Browns to beat the Ravens, which the Browns did, forty to twenty-five. Um, you know, I just I just remember being really happy last Sunday. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> um, same thing as all the other games have gone into, and this will play a part in what we talk about later. Um, low scoring first half. Browns went into half up ten-seven. Um, you know, they they kind of showed that how the Ravens were last year is how they are now. Uh, and that is if you have a talented enough defense, you can slow them down. You, you basically have to be able to force Lamar Jackson to beat you as an actual quarterback. And while he does throw a nice looking deep ball, he has, he has a cannon for an arm. He's still not that accurate. I mean, he's still like a 58% completion type guy and he, he will be that guy until he's not. And, um, Part of, um, we discussed it last week, part of why the Ravens game was even so close to the charge, uh, the Chiefs the week before was because Lamar Jackson threw up these two Hail Marys hmm. and somehow yeah. his receivers caught. Like, they shouldn't have been caught. Like, you know. Joe Flacco. It's, right. it's just Ravens quarterbacks. So, oh, yeah. I just throw it up and somehow their guy came down with it. So, uh, I think that's going to be a running theme with the, the Ravens moving forward is – they're going to steamroll the terrible teams. 
you know, I know in two weeks they got the Bengals again. They'll probably put up another 40-plus spot there. But if you got a good enough defense and you have the ability to score, their defense isn't as good as it was. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say they don't have talent, but I think they losing – They lost a lot of talent. They lost a lot of leaders. I mean, losing – I think losing um, Suggs and Weddle. I mean, there's a lot of leadership that left when those two guys walked out the door. And, they lost Mosley too. They're middle linebacker. Right. And um so just something to keep an eye on. Um they're they're probably gonna be in the thick of the playoff race, you know, a few months down the line, but um I wouldn't with any confidence think that they could do any damage once they get there because they've already lost mm-hmm. to the Chiefs. They have to play the Patriots later in the year. I'm sure they're gonna lose then. Um they just lost to the Browns, but they have to play the Browns again. Um I think that's in December. So um, with the Browns, I'm just happy they showed some life. They kind of showed us what we all thought they were capable of. Uh, Nick Chubb is just a man amongst boys out there. Like mm-hmm. He is a stud. And um, I think the Browns got back to doing what they did best last year, and I was running probably the 12 personnel, which is the two tight ends. And um, from what I've read, a little bit of foreshadowing, the little bit of success any team has had against the Niners defense was in the 12 personnel. So we will get into that a bit more later, but uh, first trashies the Browns may have looked for three weeks. They win this one game and they're now first in their division. So um, congratulations. Yay, yay for progress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, what do we usually do at this point? I can't remember. Um, uh, I don't know. You, you can just wing it. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you got your first one in fantasy. You beat me. Yeah. That's not really you know, saying battle much. For, but... Battle for last place. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, we still got like, what, like 10 weeks left? Like uh, nine, it's so maybe? It's a long year. And I got um, I got Stash this week. Oh. Stash, who is still undefeated with like the lowest amount of points ever. I know. He's not scary. Like <laughs> He's the least scary team. Like undefeated team that I've I've ever seen in fantasy, right? <laughs> I currently I'm projected to beat him, and we'll see if he checks his team right now because um, currently he has Stephen Goskowski still as his kicker, uh, who just got put on IR this morning, I believe, and he still has Devonte Adams in a starting lineup who's not projected for any points right now, and then the rest of his team just isn't that real scary to me, like. Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, he's either he's gonna go off, maybe he'll get like, or he'll, he'll be mediocre. David Johnson has he done anything this year? He's gotten a lot of pass, like he's so PPR. He's done pretty well, just for so PPR he'll probably do though. Pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, he'll get a lot. He probably get like five catches for like eighty yards, honestly. <laughs> and that's enough, honestly. Yeah, that's um, that's plenty. He'll get a touchdown in there somewhere. Leonard Fournette, I think he had what 225 yards last week. Yeah, like, he went I, up, but I actually like Leonard Fournette. He's just he hasn't had any touchdowns yet. So once he he's bound for a touchdown eventually, and once he hopefully, gets it, I think hopefully next yeah, week. Hopefully not this. Yeah, hopefully not this <laughs> week for you. Mike Evans was a baller last week, and then mm-hmm. Mark, Mark I don't Andrew. see him doing like that every week though. I can see his team doing pretty terrible this week if I'm just being honest. But his team actually. In theory, it does terrible every week. They're just 
he, he yeah, got the he, he got the gift of the scheduling gods, mm-hmm. and just got the right matchups for that week. So, yeah, um, I'm just I'm just happy I got that that one against you, and maybe you know that'll spark some life, and you know at least if I can win, maybe this next game, and then get like some of my players like Tyree if I can get Tyree back, like that'll just help so much. I so think he might. I think he might play this week, but I think for sure next. Yeah, I, I'm not banking on this week. I think they're going to sit him out. I don't know who they're playing. I don't know if it's a good game or not. If they even need uh, him. Indianapolis, Sunday night, actually. We'll actually be predicting that score a little bit later on. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's been balling. Uh, I mean... All <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, he's been doing good. Like He's, he's getting touchdowns. So I think he's the a- only... Go ahead. He's the only quarterback to, I think, have um, two touchdowns in every game, three, four weeks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So he's been he's been doing doing some, and he's getting like I think like week three he had like two hundred and thirty plus yards. Week four he had like I think three hundred something. I think he's been he's been doing pretty decent, like kind of replacing Luck. Mm -hmm. At least a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I would have to. I'll I'll co-sign that. Um, I thought they would have been absolute trash, and they haven't been. Mm-hmm. And they won some games. I'm kind of surprised they won. Um, as of right now, yeah, you're playing um, Steve Castle this week. He's three and one. Yeah, um, I'm scared of his team. <laughs> his team looks like my team. That's in that's four and zero in my other league right now because he's got Delvin Cook and he's got Christian McCaffrey. And that's yep. the that's the nasty. I think pretty much everyone what he picked like probably number two, and he probably got like Christian McCaffrey. Probably, I think everyone yeah. who's drafted number two, for the most part, has Dalvin Cook in the second round. And I think mm-hmm. all of those teams are automatically just by default winning, just from those two players right there. Yeah, what's gonna hurt your case is so he played Cooper Cup, who was projected at sixteen six, and he got twenty six seven tonight. Mm-hmm. And you had Robert I Woods, have, yeah. who only got nine point eight out of his projected fourteen point five. So, yep. I mean, it's not all; it's not lost. That's why they play the games. Um, I mean, I like that you have Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I actually put Win- I picked up Winston, and I'm playing him over Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see if that comes to bite me in the ass. It's gonna be a too terrible problem. And you, plus, you got Patriots D going up against Washington. That, I know. You, I'm you hoping should... they put like 35. Like, <laughs> 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 it's asking a little much, but they're averaging 19.8. So maybe get me a touchdown. Yeah. Their lowest scoring game was seven, and after that, it was 14. So if you can wow. get me. If you can get me 15 points, you know, I'll be happy. But, yeah, I, I'm not too, you know, happy with my team right now. So Yeah, like you said, I just realized yeah, he's got a pretty stacked team over here. Yeah. I thought my team was stacked when I first drafted it, too. <laughs> and so did, so did the app because they, they had me ranked number one on yeah. draft day. But and I think you were number two, weren't you? Yeah, right? I was. Yes, and you and I yeah, are pulling up the rear. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like ranked like four or five now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
Did I just show it? It's fantasy. Let's see. It's just the nature of the beast. And, you know, and I don't really have I have like two. So I have four teams total, and two of them have managed a two and two record right now. Um, I have two that are one and three. It's just, I just did a crap job picking teams this year. Damn. <laughs> That's just how it is. I mean,. Who knows? You still got plenty of plenty of weeks to go. Maybe you can just turn it around, right? Like I'm hoping, like David Montgomery, like he was a player that everyone was high on. I thought I got him at like a steal, and Bears have just not been. It's not working. No, not yet. So who knows? Maybe later on in the year he'll finally get going. But I guess, I guess we'll see. Well, I regret I've... taking Tyreek Hill. <laughs> That's not right. fault. I have him on another team, and I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> All right. So, well, best of luck to you. I hope it works out because uh, uh, you're, you're playing. I think I tore my Mariota. He's in my division. We're in the East division, and uh, you winning and me maybe getting a win against Sash will help my case. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll try, but <laughs> no promises. All right, All right so uh, moving along, uh, we'll get into week five. We're going to do something a little different since it's just the two of us. We will save our Monday night game till the very end of the show. That way, everything has been taken care of at that point, and we can take as long or as short of a time as we want discussing Monday night. So we will start off with uh, Stash's team, the Chargers. They have um, the Broncos coming into town. And Stash said that the Chargers would win this game 14-7. to seven. Um, Goes to show you how wow. high on his team. Because he, <laughs> he, he only had the Chargers beating the Dolphins by a score of 14-3. to three, So, obviously, he's not too confident. Uh, he's and confident enough. To, yeah. So, uh, he has 14 he not like him. Um, Broncos have found every shitty way to lose by a field goal, um, this year. That's just, that, I think that's just going to be the nature of the beast for them is how can we lose by three? So <laughs> with that said, I think this should continues. I would put the chargers winning 20 to 17 though. Yeah, I can, I can see it being, you know, one of those low scoring games. Broncos defense just got worse. Now that they lost Chubb. Um, Bradley Chubb, yeah, lost him for the year, which is awful. I don't think really – I don't know how many sacks they had as a whole, like Von Miller and Chubb, but I think it, it's been pretty low. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into the year, everyone thought they were going to be dominant, and I don't think either of them have really been showing up. So, no. But still, big loss for them. Chargers getting Melvin Gordon back. I think they'll. I think they'll put up – 24 to 24 to 14. Makes sense. Like you said, uh, with getting Gordon back, their offense should hopefully start doing a little bit better than they have. And then, yeah, losing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, they'll, I don't think it'll be just Gordon. I think, I mean, Eckler is a great running back. mm -hmm. So I think they're definitely going to utilize both of both of them and that'll get their offense going even more. Right. So, uh, so our Sunday night game, uh, we had to skip Thursday night because it's actually Thursday night, and I'm kind of glad that we didn't have to do it because I had no idea where the hell I would have gone with that one. Yeah, that one would have been. Th- I 
I think I would have gone Seahawks just knowing their bullshit. Right. I hate the Seahawks so much. <laughs> I probably would have so had the Rams, so I'm glad, but I would not have been confident in it at all. Just as the way it turned out tonight, like it looked like it was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. But um, but so we'll skip to Sunday night football. Um, this could be Colts interesting. Yeah, we got Colts visiting Kansas City. Stash had the Colts. No, I, I wrote it down backwards. Stash had the Chiefs winning thirty to ten. Oh, what do you I think? Mean, I guess he's not. Uh, I think the the Colts will do a little bit better than that. You know, points wise, I think they'll. Chiefs don't have like a very formidable defense. But yeah, I can see the Chiefs, you know, just tearing apart that Colts defense. I think they lost Malik Hooker for a little while. They're um free safety. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Darius Leonard's still out. I know he was out last week, I believe, against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh if he's back, that'll definitely help them out a lot, at least in the run game, maybe in the pass game. But yeah, Chiefs are not going down to the Colts. So I see it being I'll will st- stick with the thirty for the Chiefs, maybe thirty five. I'll do thirty five to to twenty Chiefs. Um, is Ty Hilton back this week? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's still hurt. I can check real quick. Because the thing with this um, Colts team is they'll win games. You think they have no business winning, but then they go out and they lose to the Raiders. Um, but I think. I think the Chiefs' defense can be had, but I just don't think the Colts' offense is the offense to do it. Um, nor is our defense good enough to do it either because I think Detroit kind of proved that one too, that there was a way to slow them down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be close. It's, it, it's, they're going to steamroll them. I think it's going to be like 34-17 Chiefs. Yeah, it looks like um he – he actually practiced today, T.Y. Oh, okay. um, yeah, first practice in the last four days or four practices. Mm. So it's still up in the air, but um, they have a bye week after this, after this week. So I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they just rest him and just go into the bye week, make sure he's 100% and then bring him back. But they're going to definitely need him. So who knows? Maybe they'll play him. That South Division is gonna be a fun one to watch because they're all incredibly mediocre right now. Hmm. I want to say they're I all mean, two and two, you know. Yeah, I think they are. I think that's the only division. <laughs> yeah, Indy's two and two. I just saw Tennessee. Minshew, the goat. That guy's awesome. Yeah, they're two and two, but they're trending up. That mustache just won't quit. I know. Yeah, Nick. I kind of feel bad for Nick Foles. You know, he's still. He just can't get a starting job. You know, he had it coming. All that crap he did, outshining, you know. Um, Wentz. Wentz. It's time for someone to do it to him. And he, he's got plenty of guaranteed money. He's going to be yeah. okay. Life. And let's face it, he was never really a starter anyways. So, No, I think all in all, it definitely worked out for the Jags. Mm-hmm. I think when, I think Foles would have been good for them. But so far, they got a young dude who's cheap. <laughs> And right. it's look like looking like he can be the guy. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, Foles I thought just would have been like a good gap in between until they got that guy, but it looks like they already got him. They don't even have to worry about. So absolutely. I just kinda of feel bad now Foles has to 
jump around from team to team again, just find a, a place to start. All right. <laughs> Maybe he'll just be that that backup that just comes in, come playoff time, and wins them a Super Bowl. That's all they need, really. I mean, that's the only reason why he got the paycheck he did. So, mm-hmm. um, do you have a game this week you're excited about? Uh, Sunday, the Niners yeah. aren't playing. I think I had the the Bills and the Patriots last week, and you did. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest game, but it was at least close. You know, besides their their cheap shot on taking out Josh Allen and not mm, oh, getting, that was I don't terrible. Think, did they even get penalized on it? I don't think they did. I don't think so because they blatant helmet to helmet took him out, and then you know because of the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, because of the Patriots, they're just like okay, whatever, like fuck it, like it's a close game. Let's let the Patriots have their best chance to win. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's Patriots Redskins. Let's see. I'm not seeing really any great games this week. Oh, I'll pick the. I guess I'll pick the easy one. I would have. I would have probably picked the the Rams and Seahawks for this Thursday night game. That was. But, I, yeah. But I'll go. I'll pick the easy one. And I'll. I'll go with Packers versus Cowboys. That's yeah. the. You know the premier game this this week. Yeah. The rest three, of the, three and one. Yeah, versus rest, three and one. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm still not sold on the Cowboys and Dak. Um. Who do they? They lost to the Saints, and they didn't put. Yeah. A, they lost by, by two. It was twelve yeah, it was to two. Ugly, ugly game. Yeah, I was like twelve to Yeah, 10. there's there's no excuse for that. The Saints. <laughs> I don't think the Saints' defense has been that formidable this season. And Maybe so they have. Kind of just, have they? That's the crazy thing. They they haven't given up. I mean, I don't feel like going through all their scores, but. I don't I can, think they've given up a ton of points. Let's see. So they've given up 28, 27, and 27 in the first three weeks. Gotcha. And okay. then, and then, so that was against the Texans, the Rams, and the Seahawks. So all like good teams. Mm-hmm. But the way the Cowboys have been playing, you know, granted they've played, I think, three trash teams and looked right. great. The one time they finally go up a, a decent team go up against a decent team they they lose and it was mm-hmm. a team they lose by two a team without their starting quarterback and they their defense held strong their defense did great granted against the backup quarterback right but, you know for for Dak wanting to get his money he's been looking great and then the one time they go up against a playoff caliber team he just puts a nothing practically Right, right. So, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm still not completely. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's a terrible time for them to drop the ball. You know, um, mm. they sh- really should have gone up, for, you know, to four and zero, and yeah, to only score ten. Um, no excuses, but yeah, you know, good, good on the Saints. I mean, the Saints. Um, they're they're another of, team like like the Colts. They're they're hanging in there. Yeah, and, they, and unlike the Colts, at least they don't have to do it all season. They just have to do yeah. it for what four more weeks, maybe. And yeah, if they go if they break even and Drew Brees comes back. You know, they still have that's per that's like best case scenario for them. And they could help their own cause. Uh, maybe I'll go with this one. Um, so they're playing Tampa at home, 
Tampa's two and two. They um, put up a fifty-five spot on the Rams last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they've come a long way from that team. That well, they're, they're a missed field goal away from being three and one. Um, mm-hmm. So the Saints could help their own cause if they can pull out a victory, get themselves like, I guess the way you would look at it is a three-game lead because they're already one game ahead. If they win again, that'd be two. Plus they'd have the tiebreaker. So they theoretically have a three-game lead on Tampa Bay in the division. And like we were just discussing, Drew Brees is out for a short period of time still. And in case things do get ugly in the next few weeks, I'm not sure what their upcoming schedule looks like. Um, that could really help. Because Carolina this week has to play Jacksonville. They could easily lose that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know who the fourth team in that division is off the top of my head. Atlanta and they're garbage. So, yeah, they're they're that's yeah that's another team that's just severely mediocre and not playing to their talent level. They look like the Chargers. Pretty much, and it it was one of those things. I know it's been a few years now, but it was when um, they went to the Super Bowl, and Shanahan was their OC. And I think by that point in time, we already knew Shanahan was going to be the next Niners coach. And I just said, I remember thinking to myself, um, they better win the Super Bowl because they're not coming back. Like, I knew that Shanahan was the reason why they were performing at that level. And mm-hmm. they've just been terrible. And Dan Quinn's probably without a, without a job at the end of the year because, I mean, yeah, they, they still have Julio the Jones. They have uh, Matty Ice. Um, they, they still have talent. And their defense has been terrible. And their head coach is a defensive guy. So, there's no excuse for that. So, but if I had to pick a second, if I had to pick a second game for this week, because uh, you already went Green Bay Dallas, um, that was a solid choice. Um, I'm kind of intrigued by the Baltimore Pittsburgh game. You know, that's a two and two going up against a one and three, because um, I still don't have any belief in the Pittsburgh offense, but I do think their defense is good enough. So I'm kind of just going to see how they do against Baltimore. Um, Cause if Baltimore loses this, this one, then. All could, hope's lost. Right. <laughs> I mean, if they lose again, like that's two teams back, mm-hmm. back to back that are in their division that aren't nearly on, like neither of them are on par with the Patriots or Steelers. So, right. Exactly. So, um, Buffalo, Tennessee should be fun. How about this one? So, what are the odds Cincinnati two weeks in a row? We're going into week five of the NFL season. Two weeks in a row, Cincinnati is playing a team for who can get their first win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're they're uh, hoping yeah, I think they can do it this time. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd have to go Cardinals for that one, honestly. I think I think Kyler Murray, like they, they could have uh, at least they're they tied their first the mm-hmm. first game, which was just, I mean the way the Lions have been playing, they've actually proved they proved like the way they played against the Chiefs last week, that was game of the week, and I don't think any of us really saw it come. No one really saw it coming. Mm. I didn't see the except Lions fans maybe, right? But <laughs> I I don't think anyone really thought that the Lions were gonna give like the Chiefs a run for their money, and they did. So just, yeah, yeah, just, 
just the fact that you know the Cardinals came back and even tied that game mm-hmm. against Lions could Lions could easily be undefeated four and zero right now, but they tied against the Cardinals and barely lost against the Chiefs. So I think the Cardinals have um their offense that has some pieces and they can put up points. Uh, the Bengals just look like hot garbage last week against <laughs> right. the Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah, they they look like hot garbage on both sides of the ball. I thought Andy Dalton would, you know, he's been like at least putting up yards, you know, mm-hmm. touchdown here and there. They got absolutely nothing going and they'll they'll put up some points here, but I think the the Cardinals were, will outscore them. Well, I think I think to some degree that Steelers did them some favors by running the Wildcat so much. Because I imagine Kyler Murray is going to use his feet more than anything. So (laughs) I haven't had the chance. I saw the highlights from when they tied the the Lions in week one. I saw some of the highlights when they got close to Baltimore. Um, But from everything I've seen is they haven't looked good since either. So. No. Who knows? I mean, at least Larry Fitzgerald is still getting his touches. Um, yeah, second, second behind Jerry. Only, only like couple hundred behind. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just needs a couple more years to even a really good years, great years, honestly, to catch up to Jerry Rice, which I don't think it's even possible. I think if he did two this year plus two more, but I thought he was going to retire years ago, so I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. him. Um, I couldn't imagine him playing that two more years, to be honest. But um, I can see him maybe one next year, just to see what like Kyler Murray's second year. Maybe see mm-hmm. if they got anything going. If they don't, I think he's gone. But to go back to that, the Packers Cowboys, um, <laughs> Packers are without Devontae Adams. Is he for sure out, Rod- out this week? Or uh, I don't think he is, but the consensus is that. He's, He's most likely going to be out. So I'm just going to go ahead and bank on him not playing. Yeah, so that if was, he doesn't. That was, a, that was a weird thing that happened with his foot, too. That's probably yeah, was, likely why they lost to the uh, the Eagles, is because he wasn't in the game anymore. But mm-hmm. we'll never know. And for yeah, sure. he was tearing him up. So. Yeah, I was. he tore him up. Like, it was most of the damage he did was in the first half, I believe. It was like 100 and. 60 yards or something. It was nuts. Like, it was... Yeah. He always he got, had the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he got, like, 20 more yards, like, the fault, like the second half, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like, minuscule compared to what he did the first half. Right. But if he's out, I think the Cowboys are going to are gonna hold him to, like, it, it'll be another low-scoring game on this. Mm-hmm. Dak can get out of his funk because it was a low-scoring game against the, the Saints. Packers have a good defense, even though they kind of got exposed last week. Right. They it's definitely I, got exposed last week. Because I dare to give Mike Pettin some praise and <laughs> comes out and lays an egg. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, i i would I would put my money on if Devontae Adams is out. I would actually go even with as bad as the Cowboys looked against the Saints. I would mm-hmm. I would say. Cowboys defense holds up, and Dak Prescott does barely enough to squeak by with a win. Right, and I and I know um, I'm only going to say this because Stash isn't here to get all offended. I still think I still think Dallas has one of the more balanced. Um, yeah, 
in the NFL. I, I know Stash, I can hear his voice in my head now, but they're so overrated. They, <laughs> they were close to be in the, in the NFC Championship. They were that close. Yeah, so, um, but their team, their team is stacked. So both sides of the ball. Does that mean I support the Cowboys? No, I fucking hate them just like everybody else. <laughs> but we're here to be Patriot. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we do have one more game to discuss, and that is the Monday Night Football game. Game of the week. Wanna, game of the week. Um, we are pulling my daughter, little Eppy, out of school a little early on Monday so we can head out to Santa Clara. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, we're going to probably leave home about 2.30. Um, when are you guys picking me up? Um, you can come to our house and carpool from okay. there. Okay. So, like, do you guys got, like, a duffel bag? I can, like, like just you can carry me in? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. But, no, I, I think, think last, time, last time I checked, I think tickets. Let me go on TickPick real quick. Because last time I checked, I think you can still get, like, nosebleed seats for a reasonable amount of money. I think it was like eighty bucks. Like That's we're sitting, bad. we're sitting in the lower bowl. Like we're behind the, we're in the end zone, about twenty fifth row, and our seats oh, are nice. about, they're about one eighty a piece. That's like honestly not even that bad. Yeah. So currently, so I'm on TickPick right now, which is my preferred website for um, getting um, second on the secondary market for tickets because they're like StubHub, but Unlike StubHub, they don't have fees. So if you're like uh, on their website and you see a ticket's fifty bucks, that's literally all you pay is fifty bucks. Um, Nothing is more infuriating than being on StubHub and finding a seat you like. Oh, it's a hundred, and then you get in there and your hundred dollar ticket's now one hundred and twenty because they've tacked on so many fees to it. Mm-hmm. But um, that's like uh, should get a sponsor, <laughs> right? <laughs> Been trying. Um, but yeah, so currently, right now, if you were to use TickPick, the cheapest they got going right now is 114. Is that for nosebleeds? Yeah. Well, yeah. Section 403, row nine. So not all the way to the top. <laughs> Close to the top, but not all the way. I actually um, should look into getting the. Uh... Going, going to see a game this year. You should. Yeah, I've only been back. to two. This in will my be our, lifetime. Yeah. This will be our third NFL game, but second one at Levi's. Um, the last time we went was back in 2015, and I think I told you this story. Um, it was December. The Niners were trash. That was the Jim Tom Sula year that he was coach. Oh, it was the second year the stadium was open, and it was like I said, it was December. Um, we had nothing going on and I went on the internet and it's like, Oh, here's these end zone seats, like fifth row. Um, they're only 60 bucks each. I was like, let's go to our first NFL game. So we did. And it was a little bit chilly cause December and we got to see the, uh, um, it was the anti Dalton. It was, um, AJ McCarron led Bengals team. God, that, that game lived on our DVR until the day we got a new DVR. Because uh, we were actually on TV several times, and cool. yeah, it was nice. But you know, the Bengals won because the Bengals were a playoff team that year, even with AJ McCarron quarterbacking. Because Andy Dalton got hurt. Um, 
Maybe they just need AJ McCarron back. Maybe it'll be a playoff playoff team. Maybe you never know. But whatever they got going for them now is not working. Yeah, they they're, they're proving them, and the Cardinals are proving you shouldn't just always go for the hot thing, which is trying to find the next Sean McVay. Um, because for them it's not working at all. But yeah, you can have as much talent, you know, in skill positions as you want, but if you don't have that the trenches, mm-hmm. you don't have that O line. Then right. does like Andy Dalton, he's got Tyler Boyd, John Ross, John Ross, um, Tyler Eifert, Joe Mixon. You can't, can't do anything do if you just yeah, you're just getting you know, there's too much pressure in the pocket, you just constantly getting hit and you know, that forces, you know, turnovers. Fix same with the Cardinals. Cardinals have, mm-hmm. you know, some talent. They have like they still have Larry, they have David Johnson, like Kyler Murray can mm-hmm. run. But he's just running for his life out there. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, I, 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 I had Russell heard, Wilson. I had heard something interesting that Sean McVay actually his offense is kind of loosely based on Kyle Shanahan's because from what I heard was Shanahan taught McVay his offense, and so huh. I guess the two are fairly similar. They, you know, they they rely a lot on uh, misdirection and stuff like that. So, or the thief, right? Circling back. Well, you know, here, here's a good. I guess if there's a good thing to say in support of the Niners is, um, it seems like the NFL is catching up to what Sean McVay is doing. But Kyle Shanahan's been doing what he's been doing for a long time, and it's still successful. Mm-hmm. So whatever he's doing, he, he's obviously the brighter mind here. So um, with that said, um, we got a little. We got off on a little bit of a tangent there. Um, Cleveland is coming to San Francisco. Uh, Monday Night Football, uh, battle of two first place teams. I never thought I was going to say that, especially at the beginning of the year. I never thought I was going to say the first place Niners, and even two weeks ago, I never thought I was going to say the first place Browns. So, I will let you start with what do you think the hell is going to happen Monday night? Well, oh, let me start with Stash's pick. Sorry, I was okay. about Stash. Stash predicted a Browns win. And he oh, fuck Stash. He predicted they would win 21 to 20. And I said, okay, Stash, my heart can't take that. And he said, but it's <laughs> I was like, I'm hoping I escape there uninjured, little, <laughs> preferably alive. I don't know if I can handle a one point win. So uh, now that we've got that out of the way, uh, go ahead. Um, tell us what you think. Um, I don't think it's going to be that quite that close, you know, at closest three point game. And even that I can't, I don't really foresee unless, you know, we've had games where we're definitely just kind of kicking our own at our, our last mm-hmm. game against Pittsburgh. We were definitely just, we almost beat ourselves mm-hmm. and we still, you know, we were one of, I think there wasn't a team since 1998 and I think I, I, you know, talked about this on our, our last yeah. show, but not a team since 1998 has won having five turnovers. And I think that just kind of showed our, how resilient this team is. Mm-hmm. And it's not every week that we're going to be giving up that many turnovers. So if we can right. go in, 
granted, we were playing against Pittsburgh. Their offense wasn't the greatest. I think the Browns' offense will definitely do better. I think we're going to be able to hold Nick Chubb. Our run defense is so far one of the best in the league. We're the only team that hasn't given up uh, a rushing touchdown, even though we did have the bye week. Mm -hmm. So that's one less week for a rushing touchdown. I think we've only given up like 70-something yards on the ground, like second in the in the league, something like that. So I think we'll actually be able to bottle up. We're going to focus on Nick Chubb. I don't think he's going to – he's definitely not going to be able to do to us what he did to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. At most, I see him getting like 80 yards, maybe a touchdown at the very most. I don't but, see him eclipsing that's 100. Still, that's still a pretty good day. I, I would yeah, that would be a great – I think that like – that is his best case scenario, and I don't see it happening. I can see him getting a touchdown. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. I don't think his yardage will be all that great. Even and our our red zone offense has been phenomenal, but we haven't played you know great teams. But I think coming off of the bye week, we're getting some healthy players back. Tevin Coleman, we're getting you know don't need him. Yeah, we don't need him, but he's just another weapon added. So, I mean, that's just another weapon to our arsenal of running backs that we can just implement. Like Raheem Mostert was having, like he he had one of those fumbles in the red zone, and we were getting we were moving the the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. It was just costly turnovers. I think we're gonna shore up on that. I think that's what our main focus most likely was this bye week was turnovers and. You know, costly fumble, just holding onto the rock, not putting the ball in the into place. Mm-hmm. And we know our defense can, can you know, kind of help us out with that and you know bail us out a lot of the time. But we can't rely on that. So I think we're gonna have a lot less turnover, definitely a lot less turnover turnovers than the game against Pittsburgh. I think our defense is gonna be pretty formidable against the Browns. Sherman on Odell. And we'll most likely have someone over top for him. Everything you know, from sure what I burnt. everything I've read says uh, o- Odell won't be on Sherman's side. He'll be on the rookie. Um, Witherspoon is out. I'm yeah, not, I'm not sure how good Witherspoon is. I, I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing, but an unproven rookie is probably going to get charged with covering Odell. But mm-hmm. if Landry does not past concussion protocol this week that should be less of a problem Um, because the one thing that Baltimore did Baltimore basically said we're going to take Odell out of the game beat us elsewhere and Mm. granted Baltimore's Baltimore's defense is not the Niners defense don't get me wrong because they're not in the same ballpark but um, Landry had 160 something yards so If you're doubling up Odell, you're single covering somebody, and that then you get into the whole pick your poison thing. And but anyways, I, I'll let you continue. I didn't mean to interrupt too much, but no, no, go yeah. ahead. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hoping that you know. I know he's in. I think it was concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. He had some type yeah. of injury. Concussion. So yeah, low key hoping he doesn't play. I'm not too worried about him, but we are missing Akello. Akello's been pretty pretty solid this year playing opposite of mm. um opposite of sherman so you know missing missing him is definitely gonna hurt but with that being said i think we'll be able to you know for the most part 
we're definitely going to get pressure on on um what's his face mayfield yeah we're definitely going to get up in your your d line's good absolutely yeah the the main concern that i see is um miles garrett versus our our rookie left tackle since you know joe staley got hurt Mm. and he he played really good against the pittsburgh's d line i think i think i don't really think he got beat all that often he played pretty well he had a couple of penalties someone but someone that game did a terrible job because i i want to i want to say it seemed like garoppolo was constantly on the ground he was getting his passes off but it seemed like he was always getting hit so i'm not sure who was doing the bad job but someone was which gives, which gives me more confidence this week is you know uh-huh. garoppolo is um the stats show that he's one of the quickest at getting his passes off this year um, which is good because I think our D line's better than Pittsburgh's is, and you, you, I mean, both of us we're we're in the same boat here. Regardless if it's Mayfield or Jimmy G, um, you need those quick passes because that D line's gonna be on your ass and fast, mm-hmm. like two and a half seconds or less. Like you don't have time to hold it longer than that. Right. I think it what it'll come down to is you know the better offensive play calling. And I think we have that for sure. I think we can game plan for that with Shanahan. I think Mm. Shanahan will definitely do a better job. Mm. I'm not sure who you guys offensive coordinator is. Monken, but he mostly just handles the preparing for game time. Oh, okay. He doesn't actually call the plays. plays, No, but he does all the offensive coordinator stuff during the week. So I'm not sure how that works. I don't know what's going on with all that, but um, I think one thing I want to note, and um, I'm not sure how many of our listeners are actually Niners fans, but I want them to understand one thing. You can probably count on one of our hands, my hand, your hand, it doesn't matter, maybe even your foot. There probably isn't that many people on this planet who has watched as many Niners games and Brown games as I have over the last six years. Mrs. Uppy is a Niners fan. Uh, we've been together um, nine years now. I watched every, not every, but I would say 90% of the Niners games in that time. Uh, back when they were going to the Super Bowls, back when they were hot mess, now that they're good again. Um, since we lived in this house for the last six years, I've watched just about every Browns game. So everything I'm saying is coming from a perspective of I feel like I know each team pretty good. Um, so I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I, I think one thing that should be noted on both ends is each team going to this game is not going to give get as much credit as they should. You touched on it. Um, the Niners can't control who they played and when. Their schedule was given to them. They just have to play who's up in front of them. So um, they're dealing with uh, you haven't really beaten anybody yet, but that's not their fault. And I think the Browns Bucks. are going to be <laughs> Bucks are looking hot. <laughs> well, it seems like everyone but the Browns seem to be able to score on that um, Rams team, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Seattle just put up thirty tonight. Um, Browns are going to get judged based on losing by thirty at home on the home opener, uh, winning against the Jets in a very uninspiring manner. Losing to said Rams on prime time. So I think both teams are far better than they're going to be given credit for heading into this game. Um, 
I respect everything you said. Um, I, I would agree. Shanahan's been doing this a lot longer. Shanahan has the experience, and I trust him. I mean, Shanahan himself almost made Brian Hoyer a very rich man. And that speaks greatly to how smart Shanahan is at what he's doing. Um, what I don't know is how did his teams react after a bye week? Because um, are they going to come out, you know, hot and ready like a little Little Caesar's pizza? Or are they going to come out rusty? I don't know. I didn't care enough to look up the facts <laughs> to see how his teams do after a bye. Um, the Browns have already played two primetime games, so that's not going to be an issue on our end. Um, we played last week, so there is no theoretical rest. Um, but it's going to be close because each of us, I think, are the best competition each team has faced to this point. Um, it, you know, I, I gave you crap in weeks past. Well, yeah, you, you got Cincinnati, you're supposed to win, but just because you're supposed uh, to win doesn't mean you do win. And, right. Um, so I think the Niners, um, their stats speak for themselves, but I'm looking at them through the eye test of, well, yeah, it's easy to have the best rushing defense when you beat the fuck out of the Bengals and they were passing at the end. They weren't even running anymore. And <laughs> you were able to play a Steelers team where you could basically just say, all right, well, we're going to focus on stopping Connor, beat us with your arm. And mm-hmm. Rudolph just couldn't. He, you know, he got two long, deep plays. Um, can't fault the Niners defense for that. Um, so we'll see. So, I mean, there, there was a year probably five years ago where you said, Oh, look at these stats. Uh, the Browns must have the best secondary in football because, you know, they have the best passing defense. Well, they have the best passing defense in theory because you can run on them. <laughs> so <laughs> every team was rushing the hell. They were all on the ground, and then they would get a huge lead, and then they wouldn't need to pass anymore. So no one was passing on them because it wasn't necessary to beat the Browns that way. So right. I think the Niners are excellent. I think they're good. I think they may not be as good as the stats would say because it's only been three games. But everything you said is true. Um, there's a D-line. They um, they have the talent to bother Mayfield. Um, they have the ability to make sure he has some happy feet because um, that D-line is no joke. Um, you got five first-rounders on that line. Um, but, you know, the one thing that stuck out in my mind all week up until tonight was – I just I had thirty four twenty seven in my head, not even a winner, just thirty four twenty seven. But then I got to realizing is every one of the Browns games had a very very low scoring first half. Um, we're talking last week ten seven, the week before six three. I'm not sure what it was with the Jets, um, with the Titans it was twelve six. I think so. I would anticipate it being a very low scoring first half. You know, the teams are going to be filling each other out. Um, maybe a 10, seven, 10, six, maybe six, six. And then the second half, the offenses are going to kick in and it might come down to be, you know, I think mean, it might come down to either a, who has the ball last or B who makes the first mistake. Um, mm. But I anticipate a very good game. Like I've just been, once the Browns won 40 to 25 against Baltimore, I got a little, a little bit more excited for this game. Um, I think it does come down to seven points or less. And I'm a homer. 
I think the Browns are slightly better. I, I banking on the fact that maybe the Niners come out a little rusty from their week off and hanging out at WWE events. Um, <laughs> plus the spread is only three and a half points, which is basically Vegas saying that on the neutral field, the Niners only a half point better than Cleveland, which is basically saying it's a pick them. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw out the first score. I think it's going to be 27-24 Cleveland. I would I would go 35-24 Niners. I, I could see scores being in the high 20s and low 30s. Like I said, my first thought was 34-27. But 11 points is a lot, but... We'll see. That's why they play the games. But it's gonna be a good one, though. I, I think I think all yeah. of America who's gonna be tuning in and watching Monday night is gonna be they're gonna get a treat. I think it's gonna be a good. I think they'll be pleasantly surprised. And um, you know, I hope Jarvis Landry's back. But if he's not, I feel okay still because um, Richard Higgins has returned to practice, and Richard Higgins is the closest to being Jarvis Landry. I don't think he's as shifty or as quick, but he has—he still has good hands, and he has mm-hmm. chemistry with Baker. And we get Antonio Callaway back this week, so we finally have someone who can take the top off the defense. And so. Antonio Callaway is actually the one person that was kind of, you know, bummed that he was coming back because I feel like <laughs> he's one of the guys that's had mm-hmm. the most chemistry with Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's got Odell, and he had really talented pass catchers, but I feel like Antonio Callaway was that guy last year that, you know, he could just go to, and he would come up with it. Right. So, yeah, I think that's definitely a big boost for you guys, even if um, Landry's out. And But I'm just hoping that Denzel Ward and, you know, Greedy Williams are still out, because if they're out, I think, you know, our offense can definitely feast on you guys. I don't think they'll... They played great, don't get me wrong, against the Ravens, but I I don't think our offense will, will have a problem dissecting and picking apart those those two backup cornerbacks. Um I'm at the point now where if they're out I wouldn't even sweat it. When mm-hmm. they when they were announced out and we were going up against the Rams, I was scared. And yeah. Even then it's hard to cover Cooper Cup. And even with Ward and Grady Williams in there, um, who's going to cover um, George Kittle? Um, mm-hmm. The answer is no one because no one can cover the guy. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, in the nicest way possible, I mean, Goodwin doesn't really scare me. And um, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, yeah. yeah. Until he takes the top off. Until he hits that, that lawn 70-yard touchdown. You know, oh, every now and then. What's his name? Randall's back, though. We got Randall, so we're Demarius Randall. He came back last week, um, and our other safety Burnett returned to practice. So, um, man, I'm just saying, both fan bases. I don't know, like, like, I, like I told you, um, pre-show. Um, this is the first time I actually had this this discussion with any Niners fan, but the ones online, if like. So I hang out mm. at, uh, so I'm on SB Nation a lot. I'm not sure if you are or anyone who's listening does, but 
um, SB Nation has 322 sites under its umbrella, so to speak. You know, like one for every football team, hockey, baseball, football, basketball. Um, so I hang out. At, I hang out at Dogs by Nature all the time. They're they're the, the Browns site, and usually when the Browns, uh, whoever they're playing that week, I'll venture over just to see what their fans are saying. So this week it is Niners Nation. I've been hanging over there, and um, I say they're they're a confident bunch. That's all I can say about the Niners yeah. online. They're, I mean, their Kool Aid over there is pretty strong, but yeah, um, we. I can say this: if if the Browns lose, um, I couldn't see thirty five twenty four happening, but I could see my score being reversed twenty seven twenty four or twenty four twenty one, somewhere in that ballpark. You know, three mm. to seven points maybe. If it's one of those kind of games, it's not like I'm walking away from Levi Stadium sad or crying or anything. It's like I anticipate a, a hard fought good game. Um, just sometimes you're on the wrong side of it, and I'll be there. I mean, like I said. Mrs. Uppy is a Niners fan. I already told her, it's like, it's going to be no different than if we're at home. If the Niners do something good, I'll still give you a high five, you know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and just hopefully it's not too terrible where, you know, I have to deal with beer being thrown on me or whatever. But <laughs> I did reach out to a coworker of mine who's a Cowboys fan. He said he's had no issues at that stadium. So I figured if a Cowboys fan can get out unscathed, I think a Browns fan can too. <laughs> yeah, the, the couple times I've been there, I haven't seen anything go down. I haven't really witnessed anything. I haven't attacked. I haven't attacked anyone, you know. So that, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, because last time, like, it was Bengals. Last time we went, and there was some Bengals fans near us, um, but I didn't witness anything. We we had two old ladies directly in front of us who were Bengals fans, and I I gave them some crap about chili, but it was all <laughs> they, they laughed. I just said there's chili sucked and go back to Cincinnati and they were okay with it. Uh, <laughs> but no, I anticipate a good game. Uh, I can't wait to get back here next week and uh, recap it. And, you know, hopefully it's just mainly first and foremost, hopefully it's injury free. And mm-hmm. second, just, I, I just, I feel as though this is one of those rare games where I think both fan bases are going to walk away from it saying, um, we're just as good as we thought we were. And we'll be fine, that kind of thing. So just a good game. And uh, all I can say is next week you're gonna be rooting for us, anyways, because we got Seattle. So please beat Seattle. Hate me this week, but you're gonna love me next week. So <laughs> yeah, I'm still not scared of Seattle because they're just they're so they keep winning. I hate Russell Wilson so much. So yeah, he's they keep winning for like a point. Right, and they're beating like bad team, or like the Rams were a good team, kind of, this year, but like they're barely scathing, escaping, like escaping like the Bengals, like mm-hmm. by a point, I think it was Steelers. They're just, yeah, they're skating by on these these horrible teams, and <laughs> they just they always find a way to win, and they they don't have that much talent. They never look that great on paper, or they haven't been like the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson, he just he finds a way and I don't even, I hate Pete Carroll. I don't put any of their success on Pete Carroll, but yeah, maybe yeah. that's just biased because I'm a Niner fan. We all don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> especially the yeah, way he can, come. Yeah. And I hate his smile, his smirk. I'll, I'll see him <laughs> the game. Like I caught a couple minutes of the, 
the game when I, while I was at work, and mm. there was a penalty called. Like it was, and this was a controversial call that allowed them to score the game-winning touchdown. Mm. Was um yeah, it was a, the passer, the rough in the passer call on Clay Matthews, mm. which was just clean shoulder to shoulder hit, not late at all. You know he was coming like Russell Wilson was scrambling and holding on to the ball. So if he would have gotten rid of it sooner, you know, I mean, maybe they would have went down and scored anyways without that penalty. But so that's a big 15-yard penalty that helped them out for sure. And mm-hmm. it wasn't should not have been a penalty. And I just see that shit from the Seahawks. And then big old smirk on Pete Carroll's face. He's staring right at the ref, smirking, smiling, <laughs> nodding his head like, you fucking paid him, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> I hate, I despise him. Anyways, a little rant. Well, he'll probably be out of Seattle sooner than Russell Wilson is, but um, yeah, at I, least you're on I, this trajectory, and they're on. They gave yes. all that money to Russell Wilson. They're gonna have to stop paying other people. So mm. they're on that downward spiral. I think. I like Russell Wilson. I. I at least respect and I just hate how good he is. You know, he, (laughs) he makes that team's got like no talent in my mind, but he makes that team good. Right. They've gone all those years and you're still stuck with Tyler Lockett. You know, it's like, I actually kind of like Tyler Lockett this year, but he's he's no number. He's no top echelon. Yeah. It's your, well, I mean, it's, Breeze made his career that way. Manning did. Um, Tom mm-hmm. Brady has where, all right, well, you're the dude. You're going to find a way to make nobody's good. And mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. And they put all that pressure on him. And as annoying as, annoying as it's been, it has worked. But I think eventually that decline starts happening. And uh, like I said, the Niners are on the right path. Um, hopefully they stay on it. And we don't know what the hell's going on with the Rams. Um, yeah, I, I I saw this decline coming, so. just with all the money that they spent just trying to win the Super Bowl last year, and it it worked out for the up until the Super Bowl. Yep. And you know, if Todd Gurley's knees were healthy, they win that that Super Bowl. Exactly. I mean, they didn't even really deserve to get there. The Saints kind of deserve to get there. I don't yeah. think this. I think it should have been Saints versus Chiefs, honestly. That would have been the best Super Bowl we could have gotten, honestly. That should have been the Super Bowl. But, no, I think they wanted old, old legendary coach versus new, new young buck, come up-and-comer. So, a lot of scripted Super Bowls happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> Join us next week as we dive further into NFL conspiracy. <laughs> NFL conspiracy. Stash would love to do that, I'm sure. Uh, so, uh, well, like I said, can't wait for Monday night. It's going to be a good time. And um, you have any uh, parting words for this week? We ran a little bit late, but it was a good discussion. And uh, yeah, anything else to add? Um, I hope it's a good game. But fuck the Browns <laughs> for this uh, week. I, I, I still can't even hate the Niners. Like I just I just can't. It's, yeah. I don't I don't have anything against the Browns. Most people so. don't, which is the fun part about being a Browns fan. Um at least up until this year. But um Yeah, now that you guys everyone you guys have been so hyped up. Exactly. Um 
But hopefully for a good game. Um, injury free. Browns win. Mm. Um, <laughs> we'll get you back next week, though. We'll beat the Seahawks for you. Um, Please do. But um, I, I have to stick with my tried and true. Fuck Baltimore. Fuck Baltimore. You just keep your STDs over there in Maryland and all that other stuff. Um, but fuck you. I, fuck Art Modell. Um, fuck Ozzie Newsome. I guess I'll kind of adopt that and just go with fuck Patriots. Yeah. Perfect. I'll just say it for the whole league. You know. <laughs> fuck nah, them. That's the right spirit. We taught you well. Um, with that said, <laughs> we are going to wrap up for our NFL Week 5 show. Um, make sure you, uh, if you're listening, Comment either on Facebook at our uh, Facebook page, Uppy and Stash, Uppy and the Stash Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Uppy and Stash. That's capital U. That's a lowercase n in the middle and then uppercase S. If you want to email us, it's UppyStashPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite teams are. Um, we'll include you in next week's show. Um, we don't mind talking about other teams, too. Um so let us know, and we'll get you. We'll get your team on, and we'll talk about um, how we think they're going to do. And um, I think that's about it. I think we already said fuck yeah. New England, fuck Baltimore. I think we're good. So uh, until next week, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.